The IBM Institute of Business Value Report 2023 Global Outlook for Banking and Financial Markets paints three themes facing banks and financial markets. One, an uncertain world calls for financial institutions that can flex as needed. Two, healthier financial performance depends in part on business and technology leaders who function as co-equals. And three, the next systemic crisis could be an operational one. On the fintech side, the bank runs at Silicon Bank Valley and Silvergate Banks, as well as the closure of Signature Bank in the U.S. by regulators, suggests not all is rosy for those in the fintech sector as investors put greater scrutiny on their performance. On the health and wellness front, the longevity of the pandemic in modern times may have sparked a renewed emphasis on personal well-being and, just as important, the willingness of individuals to use digital technologies to enable this newfound interest. Agba describes itself as a -a one-of-a-kind wealth and health platform whose ambition is to help people enjoy wealth and health with the ease they deserve. Future CIO spoke to Agba Group Chief Information Officer Arthur Wong for his take on how the office of the CIO can lead the charge in enabling organizations to lead the transformation post-pandemic. Arthur, welcome to Podchats for Future CIO. Nice to meet you. What exactly is the business of Agba? Okay, Agba or HGPA. We are a national tech company. So we are a market-leading wealth and management platform in Greater Bay Area, especially in Hong Kong. So our business model is basically a B2B platform. We are covering both healthcare and wellness, and fintech as well as licensed financial advisory service. So we have about 200,000 customers in the region, and we are providing service for more than 2,000 financial products, mainly for insurance, MPF, mutual funds, and maybe property, international properties. But one thing is most special or distinguished from other financial institutions is we are also providing healthcare service. We have a upper health, AGBA health. So we run our own clinics and also we have a HMO service, which is a panel of network doctors. So we are serving the, the patients through the panel doctor network. So our mission is to make both health and wealth easy. Now, as a Group Chief Information Officer, could you elaborate about the role that you play to support the overall business objectives of AGBA? As I just mentioned before, our overall business objective is to provide a wealth and health management platform. And because uh, actually before AGBA, we, we are already a well-established business. So we are in the process of a digital transformation. We want to reposition ourselves or to strengthen the market position as a financial supermarket. We want to provide different financial products and link it through different consultants and providers and provide the service to the community in Hong Kong and in the Greater Bay Area. So my role is to lead the digital transformation journey for the group to make sure that all the service can be delivered in the most effective and automated manner to the public. We have to provide multiple products and to support multi-channels and also to support multi, uh, multiple providers through the, this new platform. But the challenge will be at the same 
time we are busy building our new platform, but also we have to make sure that our BAU are programmed, but are not being interrupted. So the transition, how to transition from the old state, the legacy stage to the target operating model will be quite challenging. So we are operating a number of teams to work on both the ends, both the make sure that the BAU business are running properly. At the same time, we make sure that we, after 18 or 24 months, we got a new platform in place. We've been in the pandemic for about three years now. Which development has had the most significant impact on the role of the CIO since 2020? I will name there are three roles. And you just mentioned the, the pandemic, the COVID. I think this is the major role affecting billions of people in, in the world. For COVID, yeah, on the test side, I think the people, not only the, the test staff, but the general public in the world, they're expecting flexibility or freedom at work. They want to access their system that work from anywhere, from their home, on the road, or during transit. I think that's a, and without technology, you cannot achieve that. I think this is the, one of the basic requirements. Before pandemic, I think it's quite, quite usual or normal to ask to, to, to the staff to, okay, log in your workstation from your office uh, workstation. But during the pan- pandemic, we have to support work from home and they have to, I don't know, there are so many interruptions. So having a system to be accessible from anywhere, I think this is basically what I said when we build a new system. So it means that you have to be mobile ready or even mobile first or mobile only. And also the technology being behind will be quite different. And the second phenomena I've observed will be the global tenant shortage, especially on the tenant shortage. And it is also one of the outcome of the pandemic. I, I, I don't know why. Because of the pandemic, people look at the, the value of their life is quite different. You have heard the great resonance in, in US, in Asia, or elsewhere. I would say the people are not working as, as hard as before, but they are evaluating whether I should continue my job forever, whether I should go for travel before before I die, killed by the, by the virus, something like that. So it is more difficult to recruit ta- a tenant. And I think in the tech sector, but as well as in the finance, or in other industry. The challenge to recruit the proper te- talent is very, very difficult, especially in, in, in Hong Kong. And the third one is about the technology trend. Because there are new new trend, new tech trend in every two or three years, like a few years ago, the cloud computing, and currently we got the, the AI, the strategy GPT. It will sooner or later affect how we are look at, looking at the system, the expectation of the public. Say for example, the cloud computing, and all the data are distributed all around in, in, in cloud, on-premises, or in the mobile phone. How to manage those data, how to um, fix the cybersecurity potential risk, they are all challenged. We have to use different tools and we have to make the system more robust and the, the way to diagnose uh, to face a problem is much, much more difficult than I start work 20 or 13 years ago when everything is decided on the main, main thing. So these are all challenges due to the new technology trend and for IT guys, we have no choice. We have to adapt and, and try to kind of follow the trend and, and ride on it. Now we're into 2023. What would you say are your top goals as far as the Office of the Chief Information Officer? My top goal, obviously, for, for tech, we have to build a first-class tech team. And not limited in Hong Kong, we are headquarters in Hong Kong, and definitely we have to build the people here. But just as I mentioned before, it's very difficult to attract talent to work in Hong Kong. And even I can, it will be actually expensive. So we are looking into other locations. And in fact, at this moment, we are having teams in Hong Kong, in Shenzhen of China, and also Malaysia. We are trying to expand the team in other locations. 
at the same time, we are still open to other locations. Right? As you know, some of the Hong Kong people are moving to UK. So we have the facility to uh, set up our office there or maybe even in Singapore. So so we are looking at, at different possibilities. So building the first car tech team will be my first priority. And only we got the team available and in, uh, to us. We can only, uh, the next objective is to deliver something, the new platform I just mentioned, and to support the business growth. And since we got listed in NASDAQ, I think growth is if our first priority for 2023. We have to take him in place. We get to make sure to deliver what the business is asking for and every quarter or, and, or as soon as practical. To be an effective chief information officer, uh, what needs to happen? I think for a CIO or CTO, besides technology, I think technology is a basic prerequisite for any, any tech position. He has also to be a business guy. He has to understand what the trend, what the macro environment is. I think that's a key thing. So if we understand that, okay, the pandemic is affecting the hiring of talent. So we have to look for alternatives. I, I, I don't know, using a package solution or, or setting up a teams uh, outside or in other areas. At the same time, he has to understand the business strategy of the firm, what the priorities are, and how to achieve the business objective together with the business. So in short, he has to be a business guy as well. And the second one is team management. Since the formation of the team is the critical success factor for any tech projects, so the CIO has to be both a manager, a leader, or a coach to make sure that his team can deliver. And the first thing to be a successful CEO, I would say, is to manage the expectation of different stakeholders within any any organizations, especially in commercial organizations. There are different priorities. So the front line, they want to sell more products. The back office want to be more efficient. And the finance teams want to be more accurate. Sometimes there are some conflicts or different priorities for different business stakeholders. So the CIO's role is to understand the business requirement and then try to balance it and then allocate the resources and work accordingly. I think that is the thing I can think of to be a CIO. You've been in this industry for a while now. What is your advice for those other IT professionals that want to pursue a career leading up to a CIO? What do they need to do in order to become eventually a CIO? Okay, first of all, they have to understand the technology. But, but sometimes, and especially I think for tech guys, they spend too much of focus on the technology and forgot the other thing. So besides technology, he has to know the business. I just mentioned before, the business objective, the priorities, the strategy. I think that's a must. But the other thing is to know the people, to know the stakeholder. Who are the major stakeholders for this project? What benefits after a system is delivered? And what are the limitations that the system cannot do? Because practically, okay. And technology can do, uh, can achieve a lot, but there are limitations. We have to be thank and, and tell them, okay, what are the limitations and what are the costs of doing it, of not doing it? The other thing is we need to understand the pros and cons of each technical solution or product because with the advance of technology, say for, for example, blockchain or other stuff, there are so many things to achieve the same objective. But there are, uh, okay, I, I don't think there's a right or wrong, but there are better or worse methods. So I think for it, the CIO, they got to make a bold recommendation to the management team, to the business. What's the best way to achieve the business objective and in terms of cost, in terms of risk, in, in terms of efficiency, something like that. Can you share to us a bit about the Agba fintech ecosystem, uh, what it is made up of and why it is so unique and powerful in the market? And perhaps bring the talk about the benefits that you're bringing to your stakeholders. 
Okay, I think the uniqueness of Elba is we are not a provider. We are not a bank. We are not exactly an insurance company. And we are also not exactly a broker. We are a platform. And the characteristics of a platform is we try to connect all the stakeholders or all the participants in the ecosystem. So our ultimate objective to offer the wealth and health management platform is to link up or to connect all the major players, major, I mean the participant, be large or small, in the market, be a consortium, a, a ecosystem, or whatever thing you can think of. Say for us in particular, in the, in the wealth and rent management scenario, so we are going to link up the providers, the large insurance company, the channels, because we are supporting different sales channels, small, large broker teams, a small team like three people, or to a large team like, like 200 people, we, or a thousand people, we can easily support that. Different products, different financial products, different kinds, be, be them individual kinds or corporate kinds. So the uniqueness is we have to connect different stakeholders, participants, so that they can connect and share information easily. It only be achieved full, full technology, say the latest technology like cloud service, like API, like, like microservice, but we need to provide standards so for everyone to follow and to, to link up with us. Now, you mentioned that you're a platform, right? So, and you've got many different partners, different sizes, different level of tech maturity. What does Agba do to ensure the security of the platform, minimize the risk? Especially, you're talking about financial services, which is uh, extremely, <laughs> I could say, they use the word extremely regulated industry. Uh, so, how, how do you secure and at the same time provide a platform that is both efficient and scalable? And it is a challenge, actually. Yeah, I agree that. And in fact, for, for us, for, for one platform for Upper, we are under the supervision of the insurance authority for the insurance business. And for the investment business, we are under the regulatory compliance of the SFC. So we are under the two major regulatory authorities in Hong Kong. So we are, as you say, we are heavily regulated. And as well, and in addition to this, we are also working with different major partners in, in the region, like the, like the bands start with H, like the companies, uh, insurance companies start with A. So they have their own corporate standards. So we have to comply with them. So for us, we have to achieve them the data security in two ways. First of all, we have to look into the ordinance, make sure that all the basic requirements can have achieved. And with some technical uh, technology methodologies, like data encryption, data masking. And I think th uh, this one is more achievable or easily to achieve. At the same time, and to make the system uh, scalable, we have already embraced cloud two, three years ago. I, I think 70 or 70, uh, 70 or 80 percent of our infrastructure and the system are already running on cloud. But the, one of the major, I won't say issue, but concern of using cloud is the data sovereigns, where your data store. The authority will ask you. So to make sure to avoid those those questions or to make to make sure the data to be more secure. We have adopted a hybrid cloud approach. So, okay, most of the programs of our system, we will make on the cloud for easily deployment to be more accessible. But at the same time, for those, as you mentioned, the sensitive customer data, we are trying to store it on-premises. On so we are adopting a hybrid cloud approach. So hopefully it can, uh, it can enjoy the benefit of both worlds. And at the same time, we are very sensitive when we are working with each partner. So we will make sure that we will compile their own requirement because we are sometimes, because we don't have our own products. We are sharing the product information with other partners. So we have to make sure that our own data security requirements can uh, comply with their own, own requirements. I think that's the thing we're doing now. Arthur, thank you for joining us on Podchats for Future CIO. Thank you.
that was Arthur Huang, Group Chief Information Officer for AGBA, on the topic of CIO challenges in 2023. You are listening in the podcast for future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We also like to invite you to sign up for a free weekly newsletter, so you won't miss an episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcasts for Future CIO. Bye for now.